Alrighty, hello everybody. Welcome to Sacred Ohim, Dominant Pro Ministries. Kim, your local rabbi and minister here. I've had a long week. Wow. Oh, I was working on my Torah arc, getting everything ready. Tiring, I think. Um, life goes on, and I'm here. Said I wouldn't be here, but I'm here. So, tomorrow's the big day. We get a president I don't wish to have in office, but it is what we make it. I'm not too keen. Um, but we gotta rise to the occasion. We can't judge the new year until that new year subsides with all the things that's happened, bigotry and people beating up on people and and raiding and, and Antifa and now martial law in the capital. I got a lot of things going on. Um, I don't want to tell everybody. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Gotta look at things positive. As far as I know from the news, the former president has went to Florida to stay for a while. He's no longer in the White House, from what I understand, him and Melania. I'm still trying to figure out what's all going on. <laughs> Not figured that one out. Doesn't make sense to me as a rabbi. But... All I can say is we are to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul. And we are to love our neighbor as ourselves. Yeshua would have wanted it that way. For him and the Father are one. And we are part of him if we believe. And I believe there's always hope. If they, if they hadn't interceded and done what they did, Trump would still be in office. But I can't cry over spilt milk. But I can find ways of standing up, and I'm going to do it. And that will say how, or when, or where. But I'm not going to do it with violence. I condone violence. I believe in the principles of Martin Luther King that were that little black boys and little white boys and little black girls and little white girls and Asians and all that can play in harmony. I believe in harmony, peace, love, kindness, and so forth. The fruits of the spirit. Yeshua taught those things, and the Father teaches those things. He's a Father that knows all and sees all. 
He knows everything we do. Everything we should be. Everything we ought to be. I can't see how people um how people can just sit there and 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 think that things are all right what what they're doing i don't get it I don't want to understand. Um, so much of how I feel, nobody really in the government cares. Nobody listens anyway. View. I don't. care I've quit caring life goes on but I will say this my quit caring has a purpose oh I'm happy and I'm joyful I care about those things in my family but when it comes to my new intern government I don't care I'm not going to show them compassion. I'm not going to show them humility. And I'm certainly not going to show them civility. I'm not going to support them. I'm going to rhetoric them. I'm going to give them down the road according to the Lord's good book. Or the Father's good book. And they're going to get rubbed. First thing I want to state, one of Biden's committee members, I want to state this. I'm not going to name names, but I'm going to say, don't judge me and call me stupid for what you do. Just because you think you're a college-educated somebody, well, 
a person that says a white person is stupid. I have seven degrees. I'm not stupid. By no means. And four of them are doctorates. So I'm not stupid. I'm not pushing the pennies. I'm not uh, giving way to anyone. Her form of racist, racism is unacceptable. For we all are one in the sight of the living God. I don't care whether you're a sinner or a saint. We're all human. We bleed blood. No matter what type of blood it is. We have heart, liver, lungs, so forth. We catch a virus like anybody else. Whether you're black, white, or blue. I don't care. We eat, we breathe, and we defecate. So it don't matter. What someone says. I don't have any chip against anybody, nor am I a racist. The only problem I have is when you got a bigot telling me that I'm a racist. Well, I'm going to say this, you hypocrite. Cast the first stone. Because you're not going to judge me. You're no more perfect than anyone else. Jesus said the same thing to the Pharisees, my uncle, you hypocrites and bigots, you blasphemers. It takes an idiot to know an idiot, and it takes a fool to know a fool. So don't say that I'm a juvenile delinquent, or an idiot, or a fool, unless you know where to put your words where they lie. And this particular woman on Biden's cabinet knows who she is. I don't say these things with civility. Sitting here right now looking at a glass. And it's red. Because what's in it is red. Because it's a cream soda. Strawberry. Every human being bleeds red. Every human. We have a heart that loves unless it hates. We have a mind to think. I don't care where you're the lowest grade human being or the most educated fool. We have a heart and mind. It's what we do with that heart and mind that determines what we are in decency and respect. I'm not a surgeon for no reason. I educated myself in great many sciences to be a surgeon. A neurosurgeon to be exact. I'm also a rabbi. I have two degrees in that. And a minister two degrees in that. I took ministry to understand my Christian brethren. They're not much different than me. They don't know how to place me. But nevertheless. God bless them. But I am not having some black woman. 
or African American woman tell me that I'm an educate uneducated fool and I need to go and be re-educated because of my color of my skin. To her, to me, this is what I'm gonna say to her. You're an anti-Semite and you need an education in history, my friend. It was the same things you're taunting that Hitler done that killed my people. I don't care whether you're black, white, or blue. He killed everybody just the same, just as he splayed open women that were pregnant. So don't tell me that I deserve to have re-education. If anything, you need re-education. I'm a feminist. And I'm proud of it. But I'm also very conservative with my values. I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I'm not a Libertarian. I'm certainly not a slave owner or an oppressor. I live in the northern tier of Ohio. Southern Inn, right around Kentucky and West Virginia. Let me tell you the culture I come from. The little community I come from bordered an area that was in civil war. It was highly trafficked. Black people would come over, pardon my lingo, Afro-Americans, should I say, decent Afro-Americans that were running from slave owners. The area I live in was predominantly the Underground Railroad. For someone to say that I am a racist and I need to be re-educated, they need to take a little tour of Arlington. They need to get a reality check because this little community not too far from here where I'm at has a historical museum. And under that museum is part of the Underground Railroad. It runs from Kentucky's border to our border across the river and then they hid them in houses over here to keep them from being extradited back to Kentucky. From here they run up to Toledo and up north towards Canada. So this area is predominantly history was pig iron, Irish settlers, German settlers, some French, some British, Jewish predominantly, and Afro-American and Native American. So where I'm at was a mixed pot, okay? For someone to say that I am a racist, I'm no racist. I have friends of every nationality around the world, 80 of us to be exact, and none of us have hearts that hate. So don't tell me that I'm something I'm not and I need to be re-educated because of my whiteness. First of all, I'm not white. I'm olive-complected. And secondly, yeah, I might be a little um, white-skinned because I'm Ashkenazi Jew. But I'm not a racist. Anybody that says that, they've got anti-Semitics in them, and I don't accept it. So I'm going to stop here, and I'm going to complete my 30-minute recording, and I'll be right back. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Sacred Elohim again. And this is Kim. 
the local rabbi minister, some Nomiya Jaya, others just TM. Uh, give me just a minute here, there we go. Now my mic's fixed. So, I had talked previously about things that were going on. I'm tired of talking about it. It's done. The election was not right, but we have no say now. It's official as of tomorrow. I just find it odd that as Americans we were ignored. But that's beside the point. I want to read something very crucial right now. We are at a turning point. What we got going in the White House is socialism. Socialism leads to fanaticism called Nazism or communism. And I speak it from a truth and historical perspective. I occasionally get a lot of articles coming in from the blaze and so forth. And I have had three confirmations just today on this article. I will read it now and I want you to listen. Give it a couple minutes to load. Don't be shocked when I read this because to my viewers around the world, some of them experience socialism on a massive scale, or in this case, communism or Nazism. My husband's mother came out of Nazi Germany. Okay, this is Glenn Beck. Documents, this document proves terrifying steps to target religious rights. This includes synagogues and churches. This is what's coming down the pike, people. The current cabinet going in, they're going to target religion. So let's go and see what it says. Okay, let me scale down here. The Secular Democrats of America, a group founded and backed by many congressional Democrats, recently released a terrifying 28-page document proposing to Joe Biden's team several steps to directly target the rights of conservative religious America. Okay, this is every American Jew or Gentile. In short, here's what it says. Here in short, experts from the shocking documentation. We urge you not to underestimate the institution's strength of what we refer to as interchangeable in this document as the Christian nationalist movement or the religious right movement. This movement is extremely well-funded and well-organized, and the manifestation of its extreme extreme and sectarian agenda is on a constant display under the Trump-Pence administration. Its political ideology is anti-democratic and anti-scientific. It proves consistency covers for white supremacy and in advance of the reactivation of economic policies such as taxation. Now, I just said taxation. Go on to read. It goes on to state, where did we leave off here, where it talked about taxation policies and dominionistic view of the environment that determines our capacity and will to address the climate change. In agenda rests on a pitch, interpretation of the Bible principles, preaching by Christian nationalist leaders and through, through thought leaders with their political agenda sanctioned by higher powers. The base of support is discipline, 
motivation, and deeply committed to a vision that does not align with our basic constitutional values and democratic principles. This was on Glenn Beck's radio program, and he talked about the proposal of them removing In God We Trust from Currency, eliminating government support of pregnancy crisis centers, and appoint an attorney general who will support state governments who try to ban large gatherings at places of worship, to name a few. And you can read it on glennbeck.com, the document. This document is proposing to shut church doors, people, and synagogues. Synagogues! It doesn't matter what you are. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. They're going to shut your place of worship down. You can't even do it at home. They're going to remove Bibles out of our homes. See, I told you this was coming and no one, no one was listening. No one. And further, it talks about Glenn Beck talking about it. But this article, they're saying Christian nationalism. It's more than that. It's more than that. If you're a Democratic Jew that is a Democrat, you're going to get it like everybody else. It doesn't matter. They're going to shut the synagogues. And if you go in, one person goes in, they're going to beat you. It's going to happen. It's already started. They're already suggesting this. They're wanting concentration camps for for people that are Trump supporters. It's going to go way beyond, way beyond just the churches, way beyond. All religions will have to answer to this rhetoric. No. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be in it. I am not shutting this off. I will continue running my ministry as far as I can to support those that need me. No, I do not uphold abortion. No, I do not uphold these things that they want to uphold. But I'm going to play this video and I want you to listen directly from the horse's mouth. There is a new group calling themselves the Secular Democrats of America. And they have sent a letter to Biden's team. Now, when you say, I never heard of the Secular Democrats of America, it's okay. I hadn't heard of them either. They are founded and backed by many congressional Democrats. So these are congressmen and women that have written this 28-page document that I am posting right now at glenbeck.com. So you, I don't need the story on it. I want, I'm going to tell you the story. I want you to actually see from their own website restoring constitutional secularism and patriotic pluralism in the White House. This is their proposal. In this proposal, you're going to love it. It was presented by Congressman uh, Jamie Raskin. Is that a guy or a girl? Check out. Uh, you know what? Gender is not Doesn't, important to me. You're so right. Think you're right. Jared Huffman from California, uh, endorsed by uh, Congressman Jerry McInerney of California. And in this document, you will see that it talks about uh, how the incoming Biden administration must educate the American public, particularly those who are identified as the religious right, because they need to keep their religious dogma to themselves. They talk about a, a purge of social conservatives from all levels of government labeling them white nationalists 
and of course everybody's ever popular conspiracy theorist mm. the document states and i'm going to quote the constant entanglement of religion and government promoted by the religious right and intensified by the trump administration sweeps far beyond hot-button culture war issues like abortion and contraception. It permeates every aspect of government policy, healthcare, public and private education, foreign policy, tax policy, environmental policy, military policy, and more, all of which are going to be addressed in this document. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, it, it also has a whole the whole part of this document, whole section, celebrating the response of COVID-19 and climate change. And, you know, it's weird if you've done any homework on the Great Reset. It's like using the same language. Huh. It's great. It is great. Because it's calling, you know, really for a, a new global economic and social order, uh, which is uh, great. That's it's a scientific, uh, scientific authoritarian kind of uh, government run by unelected technocrats, which is Woodrow Wilson's dream. And how much do I love Woodrow Wilson? <laughs> you actually say I hate that guy every time you say his name. Well, I think everybody knows what you're just saying is a lie because I'm part of the in group. The document chastises President Trump for not following all of the arbitrary, constantly changing rules coming from the World Health Organization, saying, quote, policy decisions, listen to this, policy, this is congressmen, Congress people, Congress units, thank you, policy decisions, quoting, that should be guided by science and evidence on matters ranging from climate change to comprehensive sex education to federal funding for stem cell research have been skewed or blocked entirely by powerful religious interest groups and further undermined at every turn by the Trump administration. There is no example more grave than this administration's lethal mishandling of the COVID-19 global pandemic, which has brought death to hundreds of thousands of Americans, disregard for science and disdain for expertise has reached an all-time high in this administration of magical thinkers and conspiracy theorists. But these policy distortions did not begin with the Trump administration and will not end without deliberate action to restore rationalist, scientific, and pragmatic policy methods and judgment. We believe now that the time is right now, and it is right to make the case for reviving a Jeffersonian approach to governance that favors reason and science. And here's a word you don't hear very often, evidence. And to stangle, uh, uh, disentangle government policy from the influence of sectarian religious interests that have become dangerously entrenched at all levels of government. Ooh, we've got to get them out of there. We have got to get them out of there. Maybe, maybe we can, everybody loves camp. Maybe we can send them to a camp. <laughs> the paper states, still quoting, we urge you not to underestimate the institutional strength of what we refer to as interchangeability, I think it is, 
in this document, and it is the Christian nationalist movement or the religious right. God, that's, a, that's an interesting combo of things. The religious yeah. right being an organization that, you know, the moral majority and, right, and right, like, right. hey, we should not, uh, you know, commit sins and things of that nature. And then Christian nationalists is, you know, a group. Oh, that would be Father Codlin, which was a social justice organization. Hardcore Republican activist, right? Uh, no, yeah. no, no. But I mean, like, you know, you're, they're trying to get you to associate the typical re religious Republican person with a, with a white nationalist. Yeah, they're racist. They're nationalists. Uh, they need to they need to go to camp. They really mm. do. You remember Anita Dunn, the lizard lady? Now, she's I, a big fan of Chairman Mao. She was a character from the uh, early seasons of the Obama administration, yeah. if you remember that wonderful documentary. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yes, I do remember her making a speech, and I do remember... The main thing I remember about her is not even what she said about Mao. I just remember her licking and smacking her yeah. lips throughout the entire yeah. speech. So anyway, um, she was a big fan of Mao and... Uh, and Chinese communism, uh, and the Chinese cultural revolution, which, you know, just forced the Chinese people to submit to his view of uh, life, which was anti-freedom, anti-God, anti-religion, uh, you know, anti-free market, pretty much anti-people after Mao killed about anywhere estimated between 50 and 90 million people. You know, after 50 million, you just stop counting. You're like, I don't know, does it matter anymore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just want to point out, yes, it, it does, does matter. So here are the authors. Uh, Representative uh, Jamie Raskin, son of Marcus Raskin. Uh, we got this tip, by the way, from Trevor Loudon, who is, I mean, that guy's a warrior. Um, Marcus Raskin was the founder of the Institute for Policy Studies, which Loudon says has connections to the Soviet's back to the 1970s. Jamie Raskin, uh, who is a congressman now, has long connections to the Democratic Socialists of America. He's written for their publication. Uh, he's uh, what Trevor would call a smart communist, one that's like, oh, no, I, I'm not a con Marxist, communist. Oh, that was a, those are dangerous people. No, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm just out here trying to be pragmatic. Another author is Congressman Jared Huffman of California, a member of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, uh, which was established by Bernie Sanders, a socialist. Isn't that weird? Now, in the document that you will find at glenbeck.com right now, it calls on Biden to make the following changes. Now, listen to these. Eliminating government support for all crisis pregnancy centers and all abstinence-only education programs in school. I'm a big fan of Mao. Deny free speech and religious liberty to select Americans based on their religious beliefs. Are it, how on earth can this be real? It, it is. I know, did you, did but you I, look just, it up? I just don't, I don't understand how it is 2020 and we're going into 2021. Told you 2021's going to be worse. <laughs> uh, incentivize states to strip parents 
of all non-medical exemptions to mandatory vaccinations for children in schools or daycare centers. Here's the tried and true, in God we trust, has to be removed from currency. Repeal the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Rescind and replace the Trump DOJ's federal protections for religious liberty. Appoint an attorney general who will support governors. Listen to this. Appoint an attorney general who will support governors who emergency COVID-19 executive orders restrict gatherings at houses of worship. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're an anti-God organization. I thought that was just for public health and safety for COVID. Uh, Hmm. Now, all of a sudden, wait, you want this as an anti-God? You know what this is? I realized this a few, I don't know, a couple months ago. I'm... How long does it take to make a habit? They say 30 days, four weeks is a habit. So many of us have been in the habit of going to church every Sunday. How many have that habit completely broken in their family? Sometimes they still can't legally go right Right. now. Right. Um, But even just because of the break that happened earlier, I think a lot of people got used to either going online or not doing it at all. And, you know, the online thing can fade a lot quicker than this fall, uh, like September or something. We were um, going back to church. Our church was opening back up. We were going back to church because we had been, we can watch it online. We watch it, you know, every Sunday Uh as a family. And uh, so we, we do our own sacrament meeting and we watch it online. We were going back to church we had a threat that was manifesting itself around the church. And sorry about that, by the way. Yeah, I know. Uh, stay away. <laughs> stay away. Look, I, I, it was, it was kind, kind of a restraining joke. order. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so we decided that we are still going to stay out until, you know, a certain date when, when the threat kind of goes away. Sure. And I realized we are now almost a year without going every day. We still do something on Sunday. We still kind of, you know, Tanya makes us dress up. So we still get dressed for Sunday, you know, service, but it's in the living room. I don't want to go back. I'm digging that. Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. But it's breaking our habit of doing some part of going to church, at least for me, is doing something I don't want to do. Yeah. Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. <laughs> this is straight out of Sunday school. I know it is. Uh, I was a Sunday school teacher for a long time. Strangely, they said, stop teaching. Um, but, uh, uh, Tony Robbins told me, he said, I have a, a dip pool that's like, I don't know, he's so tall, it's probably like 18 feet deep mm-hmm. uh, and just about three feet by three feet, something like that. He keeps it at 57 degrees, I think. He said, every day i get up i walk outside i jump into the dip pool get out and i start my day and i went well that didn't sounds... think i was going to put that on my list of things i'm never going to do <laughs> that sounds terrible yeah and he said no it's awful it's awful he said but i tell my brain or i tell my body i'm in charge of you I'm going to, I control you. You don't control me. 
And he said, it's just this mindset. Mm. And for me, I do not want to get up on a Sunday morning and go to church. I don't. But I do it because I tell my body and my mind, you are a servant of the Lord. Do what he asks you to do. Yeah. And it's important how many of us are out of that habit. And once you break that habit, if you're somebody who is just like, I just go because it's tradition. Are you still going? Are you going to go back? This is why they are shutting our churches down. They are doing it to intentionally destroy the church. And I think this is evidence. We could say that, but I believe this is evidence. Their goal is to destroy the church. Alrighty, so I played this 20-minute video. This is uh, the opinions of Beck. My opinion, I agree. I think they're trying to shut our churches down and synagogues, whether it be Messianic or otherwise. And this is what they're aiming. They're aiming to make it a secular society with God removed. So I give you a little word for thought and meat for thought. You can say nay or yay, but I agree with the latter. They're trying to remove our religious freedoms, and I'm not going to stand for it. They're trying to say that what we do in the churches is wrong, and we need to shut our doors and permanently no more church. Well, I got news for you. There's other ways of church, and I don't have to listen to them. They're not my mommy. They're not my poppy. They're not my daddy. My Lord tells me to be with my brethren. I'll be with my brethren somehow. So I encourage you, you make that decision. American people, I don't care where you're Democrat or Republican, this is what you're facing. And to the Democrats that voted this in, you ought to be appalled and ashamed. You ought to be appalled and ashamed. You're not a, a true believer if, if you voted for this man. What you put in the office, a Nazi and a criminal. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. I'll be back in five minutes. Okay. Hello, everybody. So I went ahead and showed you the truth of what Biden really is. Biden is against pro-life. He's against churches being open. He's against all this. And, and this group of congressmen are supporting this. They're aiming for the very thing that we cherish, the word. They want all churches shut down. They want secularism to rule. They want science to rule. They don't want a non-rational thought. They don't want God in public. I'm sorry, but I will carry my Bible and I will go to a church. I will go where I know it's right and the church doors will remain open and I will be here on Revolution 1 when it comes up. But right now we are at a state of war. Not a physical war, but a spiritual war. The Democrats are going all out now that Trump's gone. They don't want any religious leader in office because if you get one in office, chances are they're going to change everything in a two-year period, according to them. They want nothing to do with God. They want to eradicate God and dethrone him. This is the point. And they're not going to stop. They will hit Jewish people as well as Christians. So, my Jewish brethren, you voted for this man and put him in office. Now you're going to have to answer for suffering. Because he's going to take your synagogues away. 
Not that I don't support certain things dealing with the coronavirus, but you can't remove things that are crucial in a time of hurt. So I'm going to make my statement clear. The Father told me in my heart that these things were coming. I warned you. They're here on our doorstep within one day, within 24 hours. We're going to have a man in office. The first 100 days is going to put such a radical view on things that we're going to go from being a God-fearing nation to a socialist nation to a Nazi nation. Think about it. Concentration camps are not far off. You better be ready to support your thought and feelings or have a mark. It's coming. It's coming. And you know what? I'm not accepting it. I'll die for what I believe in. I don't know who else will, but I will. I'll, I'll become a mortar. I know where I'm going, and I'm not scared anymore. I've had enough time of weeping for this nation. I'm not going to weep for its sins anymore. Because what's coming down the pike is ultimately going to lead to judgment. I've talked time and time and time again with hope. Now, we stand at a precipice going over. We have hope as believers, but they do not. And they're taking us down a precipice that I refuse to go. It started with conservatism. Now it's going to religious values. What are we going to stand on? Are we going to be believers that support the fundamentals of worshiping our God and loving our God in person or listen to science? I say the latter. I'd rather support my God. He's all-knowing and all-seeing, and I know he's very real, and they can say what they will, uh, but what they're following is not not what I want. I'm sorry. I, I draw the line. Um, if you want your doors shut, by all means, let them shut them, and then you'll get persecution. But I am not going to let them dictate to me what I can and can't do. This nation was founded in principles of liberty, freedom for all, and freedom of religion. And they're hitting the core now of freedom of religion. They want to shut our church's doors. They want to shut the Bible down. I'm not going to let it. For it is written, we are to love God with all our heart, mind, and soul, and to love our neighbor as ourself. We are not to bear false witness. We are not to commit adultery. We are not to commit murder. We are not to commit other things. We are to love our father and mother. We are to keep the Sabbath or Shabbat in love of our Heavenly Father and so forth and so on. These are the founding principles of the prophets. Yeshua even taught it. But they want to pass it off as a lie, as something that's not going to happen. I don't want to rule the day to meet my maker. And have to answer for my crimes. I'd rather go on to this next life knowing that I've retained my crown. And I know for a fact I have. And to those in Washington that think you're going to take my Savior away from me, you've got a second thing coming because now I'm at war with you. McConnell and these others, you're nothing more than liars and cheatskates, and you know it. I hope one day to face, to face, face you fact to fact with the truth. You're nothing more than bigots and hypocrites, just like the Sadducees and Pharisees. I'm not accepting you, nor your president you currently got in. I'm not even praying for him. If anything, I put a curse upon him and his cabinet. 
a curse, an everlasting curse from the Father. So I've stayed in my peace. Um, I welcome my viewers. Um, yes, I spout off my, my views quite frequently. But I also tell what the Father puts on my heart. Things are coming down. He's coming, people. He's coming. And it's not going to be much longer. And I'm going to do what I can. What I can to make things go the way they should. And to my international viewers that are listening now, I implore you, get in your word. Get into the meat. Don't just touch the surface. There's so much you don't know about our Heavenly Father that you need to learn. Um, I encourage you to study Hebrew and, and Greek and whatever and learn the things that the Bible was written in. It's a whole new different approach. Um, yes, I read some things that the Father wanted me to read that would have happened. But because of evildoers and evil sayers trying to stop things because they want to put their agenda in, which is not going to happen, by the way, this national reset is going to fail. Fail big time. They're bringing judgment on themselves. So I have did my state stating piece for this evening. I'm going to do a video later on reading the remaining of Revelations. We'll go through it, study it, read it, the verses, and understand it with knowledge, not happenstance. And Mr. President, if you're there now from Florida or wherever you might be, I welcome it. Uh, if you're not and there's others listening that are true believers, continue the fight. We've got to hold our values. Um, I'm going to die fighting. There's hope. If not here, the next life. And I can testify to that. I feel the Father every day. I feel him right now. He's with me. <laughs> Trust in what I'm doing. My next step is to merge my ministry with a local church here. You know what? I don't care what they say. I'm not going to let my church's doors shut. I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to shut my ministry down. I'm going to give these rebels that took over our government a piece of my mind, even if they arrest me. I'm not going to fight with weapons of war, but weapons of words. For the word is a two-edged sword, and a two-edged sword amidst the truth of Yeshua, our Savior, our Redeemer, our Mashiach. And I will continue this endeavor until every soul I can get into the kingdom is in the kingdom. And I wish you well. I wish you a good afternoon. And we will meet again on our Shabbat round and Sunday round with the church that I'm in. I'm hopefully, <laughs> they will accept my proposal, which I know they will. It gives them the viewers that they need. And it gives me a heart that I can rest on. And rest assured, my ministry will always be here, just under a different skies. It's a lot to take in what the Father wants. And this ministry was started on hope and, and breath to help others during the COVID crisis. But now I'm taking it to a whole new level. And within two weeks, it goes national. Those places that don't have me yet will have me. And I'm going to do everything I can in my power with what little bit I have to support my Christian brothers and sisters.
And to those that don't believe that are Jewish, you still have time before it's everlasting too late. And to my Christian brothers and sisters, open your hearts and wake up for the time draws nigh that our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, the Christ, Jesus, will be here. I'm living proof that he existed. I'm a living relative. He's my kin. And I look at it with awe and wonder that he's my savior, my my redeemer, my father in heaven. He's also the son. So I say I do. And that's my testament for tonight. Later on, I'm going to be doing a, a word. We will get back into the meat of the word and study revelations as it's meant to be. And we will be continuing the talk on the witnesses and what they truly represent and and what they are. I will say shalom to you. Pray for the peace of Israel and Jerusalem. I'm not going to say pray for our government, but pray for our nation in general. And I'm not going to pray for a president that upholds wrong values. I only pray a curse upon him through the Father. So I love you guys. I pray for the former president and pray for my brothers and sisters. May we in the world be a beacon and light of hope, the remnant that remains. And I implore you, wake up others before it's everlasting too late. He is coming. And it's only a few short moments till he's here. So I love you. God bless. And we will have a prayer time. In the next episode and we will pray for the world and the nations and pray for the coming of our master and lord so i love you god bless you adonai keep you yahuwah keep you and yeshua adonai keep you as well i love you goodbye <laughs>